this is Robin from Dating After 50 with Robin and Julie. Tonight we have a special treat for you. We have Lori Mendelson, matchmaker from Smart, Funny, and Single. And she has 40 years of experience introducing couples who have married, had kids, and now have grandchildren. We want to talk to her about, can we find love? Is it elusive? We're looking for true love, and hopefully Lori will help. Join us for this lively conversation. It's recording. Okay. Julie, we've got a good show tonight. (laughs) Oh, my God. First of all. excited. What's going on? Okay, well... (laughs) quarantine aside. Um, you know how we listen to uh, those, you know, relationship coaches and matchmakers and they're all men. They are. Yeah. And they're all far away and not accessible. <laughs> well, I've got, I've got a special treat. I've got Lori <gasps> Mendelson and Ooh. she is a matchmaker and she is the owner of smartfunnysingle.com. Don't you love that? That's just such a great website name. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, you know, we're going to talk to her about finding true love. How about how about that? Oh, I can't wait. This sounds awesome. <laughs> right. well, welcome, Lori Mendelson. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. Hey, Lori. Welcome to Hi, our guest. <laughs> Thank you. We got questions. <laughs> okay. I hope I have answers, but don't ask me anything that's math related. So Julie, you got a question for our friend, Lori? Yeah. I mean, I can't even, I'm so, I have to have some water. So you gotta, you gotta ask a question. A little bird clamp there, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually I do have a question. Like what got you interested in mat- matchmaking, Lori? How did, how did that come to be? Well, Robin, I have been doing matchmaking my entire adult life. At uh, 19 years old, a girlfriend of mine asked me, do you know anyone for me? And that started the whole process. And then about 15 marriages later, uh, and grandchildren and children, I said to myself last year, uh, after I had sold a, a very large dog walking business that I had, I said, well, I'm gonna follow my passion and I'm going to go into matchmaking and use this this God-given talent and intuition that I have to help people find love. And I, I love connecting people. I love introducing people and helping them find happiness. And, and I just, I feel that that's what I was put on earth to do. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. I, I can't match myself, but I, uh, I can ma- clearly match other people. <laughs> in fact, let me just jump in here. When, okay. when men hear that I'm a matchmaker, it, either I hear check please, or are you coming, are you going to be asking me to join your service or Will I be on a podcast or will you write about me in a blog? Um, it's hard. It, it, it's almost like I say I, I run a prostitution ring. It's, it's, really, it's really that hard. <laughs> are you saying that, that men are a little hesitant or not entirely trusting of the process? 
I think that they're intimidated. I think that that they because they know that I'm a professional. Uh, <laughs> I love that word. Professional. <laughs> a woman of the night, but that that I I coach people how to date. I think that they're going to be in, that they're intimidated that they're not going to measure up. And then I'm going to ask very deep probing questions, which, which I do. I'm not a fluff girl. So <laughs> I, I think they're just intimidated that they, they're afraid they'll say the wrong thing or I'll judge them or, or what have you, or that I'm using them. Yeah. Yeah. So in the, in the new normal, how do we, how do we find true love, Lori? What, what do you suggest? Well, in the new normal, which I'm hoping will go back to a new improved normal um, eventually, I think that this is an amazing time. And I'm, and I'm very positive about what we're going through right now because it makes people focus on what is really important. Mm -hmm. and, and while intimacy and sex is an important part of a relationship, for me, finding common values and building a very strong foundation is the most important part of a relationship, followed by communication, mm -hmm. followed by common goals, followed by interest, followed by family. And that's what, what this time is allowing us to focus on, to get to know people via Zoom, via Skype, via FaceTime, mm -hmm. via talking on the phone, even talking, even writing love letters to each other. Ooh, wow. You know, there is um, something that the New York Times, <laughs> I know, I know, I'd love to get a love letter. Um, there's something that the New York Times published years ago, which were 36 questions to ask to find a, an intimate relationship and build love. So those are even talking points that, that couples could start asking each other these things. You know, for example, one of the very first questions is if you could have a dinner with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Sorry, wait, the, the entertainment portion is, is provided by my dogs here. Our floor show. Uh, <laughs> there must be a man trying to get into the house here. Oh, goody. <laughs> so I, I, think, I think now, even though we can't be intimate or hold hands or kiss or do anything, I just think it's a really opportune time to get to know people and weed them out if they're not a good match for you. You know, why waste the time going on a physical date with them if you, if you know that things are not going to work out? And you can do that pretty easily by having two, three conversations with sure. someone. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even the first text is like, <laughs> didn't, right. didn't get the memo on those 36 questions. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, I'm going to ask you 36 questions. That's not intimidating, is it? You know. <laughs> You can't even come up with, you know, tell me about you. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, I, I have to tell you, I, I just came up with a new question rather than, you know, I'd like to hear about your background, where you grew up. Um, the new question that I have is, personally, I'd love for you to tell me about things that are really important to you. Take a note. Not, take notes. Girls, get out your pens and pencils. And, and that really allows you to see 
how that man or that woman reacts and what is the most important thing to them. Mm. Kind of cuts to the chase. That's yeah. really, really a great question. Yeah, how they answer mm -hmm. that question is very telling. Mm -hmm. Right. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But also, Robin, in response to your question about normal, um, one of my coaching clients recently said to me, she said, Lori, I don't really know what normal is. I don't know what a normal relationship is. And so many of us go through life being in relationships that we don't really know if that's how they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So many people just date to, to, to date and to find someone, but not find the right one. You know, so, so when someone asks me, I don't even know what normal is, what is normal? I, of course, turn it back to them and say, What's, what would be normal for you? What would your dream relationship look like? What is it that you want to need, must have, and what are like the leather seat options that you'd like to have, you know, the heated seats? What, what are the extras that you would like to have? And when you're dating, are you being cognizant of finding those qualities in this person who you're dating? You know, and it's, it's true for both men and women. We, I don't think that people really realize how important these things are. And, and you waste and lose valuable time if you're not hitting those marks. Yeah. Well, I've heard advice too that you really shouldn't be looking for some quality in someone else that you don't bring to the table yourself. That's absolutely you're right. For someone that is, uh, has a great sense of humor, if you just, you know, can't find it in yourself to laugh at anything, well, you know, that's not really realistic either. Right, right, right. You know, yes, the question is, what do you bring to the self-introspection? And that's another thing during this time that I think it's a great time for people to, to make a list of what they offer and improve upon that list. Do the, deep, do the deeper work. What am I bringing to the table? Am I bringing negativity? Am I bringing great listening skills? Am I bringing empathy? Am I bringing kindness? What am I bringing that will work in my next relationship? And you think men think this way because my experience is they think about coming over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. What do I got to do to get the invite over to the place? <laughs> I, I, I think... I think men who are evolved and who have done the work think this. I think men who don't have a clue about who they are and what they want and need don't think this way at all. Mm. They're, they, men, and all due respect to men, I love men. I, their needs and wants, I believe, are simpler. I think men bond with women intimately and sexually before they bond emotionally. Um, they need to feel safe in that regard or wanted in that regard before they can become vulnerable. So they seek sex and find love after the sex or the, or the physical intimacy. I think the majority of them do. Yeah. I think it takes a rare bird to be open and vulnerable to, to show a woman what they're really made of, you know, their, their strengths, their weaknesses, and admit those strengths and weaknesses 
they they lead more with their bravado. Yeah. 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 And it seems like for women, it's typically the opposite. Yes. Yes. I mean, you know, I always tell men that a woman's sexual drive is in her head. <laughs> with, the alloy, with the alloy alloy wheels and the, the panel <laughs> I mean, not always, you know. Of course, we have our, you know, we have our <laughs> desires, but but yeah, I mean, a, the the way to a woman's, you know, downstairs is really through her head and through her heart. Yeah, the majority. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, both Julie and I have been married and divorced. You and Ma wait, you and Julie have been married together, and now you're divorced. Not, not to each no. other. Not oh, okay, <laughs> okay, good, good. Got yet. <laughs> I used to say, if only you had a penis, Robin, I would be all over I it. Know, I know it's just sad. sad oh, situation. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> so we've we've both been divorced for quite a while, and we're in our fifties. As this podcast is about dating after fifty. Yeah. What do you think is the most important thing for us to either think, do, or say, um, you know, to find true love again? Do you, you know, do you think it's harder now or, you know, give us some hope, Lori. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, tips, advice, anything for the woman over 50. I mean, well, I, I certainly fit into that category. I, I find, I find that it is harder. I find it's harder because we have been through, many of us have been through so much yeah. and I don't want to call it baggage. I want to call it useful experience rather than baggage mm -hmm. that we, we know what we're looking for mm -hmm. and we're unwilling to settle. Right. You know, there are things that we can adjust our swing with, but I, I, I hope that many of us women have gotten to the point where we love ourselves and respect ourselves and put ourselves first. Because unless we get to that point, I don't believe that we can truly love someone else and, and take care of ourselves as well as take care of someone else. So I, I think that it is harder to find someone at this age because of the past experience and we're, I think that we're more dialed into what we really want. And, and hopefully most of us have done the work to know what that is. But there is absolutely hope. I, I cannot tell you how many men I meet that continuously tell me, I just wanna meet a great woman. Mm. I am, men are far less picky than women when it comes to finding a mate. Really? Uh, really, really. Really, oh. I mean, you know, the, the men that I ask, I, I, I dial down with my clients and say, well, you know, what, what ideally does she look like? What ideally does he look like? The women will go into great detail, including waist size and chest size. Um, <laughs> the men, I mean, the men, <laughs> the men usually doesn't think of chest say, size. Well, no, you know, it's like, she's got boobs, she's got hair, I'm good. Right. You know, I mean, <laughs> men, men are, are a lot easier. They, they want, men, what men I found want is they want to feel respected and they want to feel important and they want a role in the relationship. Um, you know, we are strong, powerful, driven women 
most of us now, you know, at least my tribe. And when we go into relationships with that, leading that, there's no place for a man. So we need to allow that space for a man to come in and, and provide that and show him how. That feminine energy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Receiving, receiving. Yeah. Yeah. Super hard for important. women that are like our age, independent, strong, you know, have careers. Some of us, <laughs> some of us are trying to figure oh. that one out again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know. Well, we change, we evolve. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't, you know, that's really great wisdom. And, you know, it's something like I'm really paying attention to right now. Um, what are some of the patterns that you see that um, keep people from connecting and falling in love? Being too picky. What does that mean? Because I've heard that, I've heard that before. Somebody actually said this and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> there isn't enough to choose from to be picky. <laughs> And I say I wasn't picky enough, and I, <laughs> I wasn't picky enough. Of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like the word discerning. Uh-huh, discerning, <laughs> finely tuned. Yeah. Um, I, I. That's a really that's a really tough question to ask. I, I'd like to throw it back to you, ladies. Is what are the challenges that that you two are are having? What is the the overall pervasive? challenge or challenges that, that you two are, are finding men that are um you know honest you know and, and integrity you know that i mean online it's like yeah. it's like a cesspool of trying to you know i don't i like intrigue but i don't want to have to like try to figure out like what you're telling me is true and what is false you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you know hearing you say that men really aren't you know aren't picky or you know that or whatever they want in a relationship. I find like so many men on these online apps to be commitment phobic, mm-hmm. um, just downright jerks, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they're commitment phobic because they're such a large choice. Yeah. And there's so many women online to choose from. It's like a shopping cart. It's like olive oil, you know, not in, in Popeye and olive oil, but you know, there's, there's, you know, the, the first cold press, there's the, you know, the extra virgin, the virgin, you know, from Italy, from Spain, from California, you know, there's, a, there's this endless supply of olive oils that never cease, ceases to run out. So, you know, we suffer from the syndrome of, is there always going to be something better? Mm-hmm. And I think there are, are many men who are addicted to this who really do feel that, why should I get involved with you? There's gonna be a prettier, smarter, sexier one down the road. Why should I commit to you? But then there are the guys who connect with a woman very quickly and want to be in a relationship with them. Now, I'm not saying that they have their heads on straight. I'm not saying they're normal or sane or (laughs) don't have a parole officer. That's on my side. But, I kind of like my man saying a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's so much variety now. I mean, you know, when we were all younger, teenagers, you know, you met someone, you liked them, you clicked with them. That was the end of it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You know, there wasn't this dating pool of endless people. Yeah. 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 I know so, for me with 
with the online in particular, um, just finding a lot of men that are very poor communicators, you know, just mm -hmm. like don't know how to engage in a conversation and keep it going. And, you know, then I feel like I'm doing the legwork and, you know, all the, the initiating, the asking the questions and probing and trying to, you know, get to know this person a little bit. And it's not reciprocated. It's just like one word answers and or not even an answer at all until I reach out again. And it just gets very frustrating. Yeah, it is. You know? It is. So, so may I give you some advice on that, Julie? Of course. Yes, please. If you get a one word answer, that's the end of it. That's yeah. You don't respond. Yeah. You don't respond because, because here's the thing about the male psyche. The majority of men are hardwired to chase and to hunt. And if, if, if they don't show interest and if they don't initiate and go after, they're not interested. So don't even waste your time. You know, if, if you yeah. say, you know, hey, Fred, you know, how are you doing? And they write back, fine. Goodbye. Delete. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> Bye, Fred. Bye, Fred. Bye, yeah. You know, yeah. or, you know, or, or maybe, you know, maybe what we need to do is say, hi, Fred. You know, I noticed that you really like fly fishing. I'd love to hear more about that. How did you get involved in that? Then Fred will say, I did it since I was a kid and he doesn't ask you anything. Yeah. You could write back, wow, that's fascinating. Um, is that your most favorite hobby? And then if he writes back, yeah, that's the end of it. Yeah. He's not yeah. meeting you halfway. Yeah. You know, that's right. 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 Guys who are interested, not only meet you halfway, they step up to the plate and they lean in and they lean in hard yeah. and they will do anything to try to get to know you and meet you. That's I've true. heard that. That's true. <laughs> and the less we do, and this is a secret, not for not for long, but um, the less I find, the less that we do. If they don't hear from us, it drives them crazy, and they want they want to. Whoa, what's going on with her? Why is she so busy? Why why hasn't she responded? That is if they're interested. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's the hunter in them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> sure. I'd love to hear guys' opinions on this. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'd love to hear some guys' opinions on all kinds of things. <laughs> all kinds of things. Yeah. Right, right, right. But but do you ladies find that that men? I mean, this is something that I find often is that men are very comfortable talking about themselves. Oh yeah, you could, you could go out on a date and you could hear their entire life story and uh -huh. dang. <laughs> They come up for air and say, so tell me about you. It's, whoa, whoa, what, ha what just happened? He asked me a question. Am I actually on this date? Oh my God. <laughs> do, you, do you find that happens a lot? I have a 20 minute rule. A 20 minute rule, let's hear it. So yeah, so if I meet for coffee or whatever and I give them 20 minutes, that should be about as long as I could take to get a coffee and if they don't um, ask any questions about me or there's no interest on my part, then I'm yeah. out. I go, shopping. how do you end it? How do you end it that quickly? I just go, oh my gosh, I got to go. Thanks so much. It's great to, great to meet you. And I head out the door. Wow. Julie, what about you? 
I don't waste any more time. Like yeah. I've done that. I sat on a date for an hour and a half where this guy did what you did. Just talked and talked, told me everything about him, which wasn't interesting. And yeah. <laughs> told me on the way walking to my car that he would let me talk the next time. I said, He'd me. let you talk the next time. Oh my God. That's you. Big so like, oh, yeah. oh my God. Thank you. Oh my God. We know next time. And I kept walking. <laughs> An hour and a half of my life has been blown by that. Yeah, yeah. Where I could Julie, have a cocktail with a friend, and I could knit, learn yeah. to knit, crochet. You could shampoo everything. your hair. Wash <laughs> my car, whatever. You're good. Julie, what is your time limit? Um, I don't really have a time limit like that. That's not an issue that I've encountered very often, to be quite honest. Um, my biggest issue is... They ask me some leading questions and, and, and I, you know, I feel like I reveal myself maybe a little deeper than they do. So, you know, they'll ask me a question like, why did you get divorced? And it's like, well, you know, which to me is kind of a, a touchy subject for like a first date, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. So if I answer it very honestly, and then they, I'll ask them a question that's just like a very surface, superficial type answer from him or there's just no vulnerability there's no like opening up of any sort um, right so that's a big frustration like i'm putting right. myself out there a little bit and i'm not getting it back and that that to me is like super frustrating mm -hmm. you know i i want someone that's willing to sh show me that they've got some depth in an appropriate first date way I'm not saying you have to tell me your, you know, deep, dark secrets or, you know, anything mm -hmm. like that, but just show me that you've got some substance. Mm -hmm. So that's been a big challenge for me. Mm -hmm. So now that you know that men open up more and show their vulnerability when they have more of an intimate buy-in, does that help? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, in what some ways yeah. it does, but then it gets like, to be like, like, what does intimacy mean? Right. You know, like, there's kind of like, it seems like it's a very fine line. Yeah. It is. Like, I'm expecting them to bond like I would with a woman, like Robin. I met Robin, we clicked and we just started talking, and it was like, okay, this, this gal's great. She's got good, <laughs> good, yeah, good roots. <laughs> She's solid. She's yeah. experienced. She's, you know, I mean, I just had that, that feeling like, okay, she's, she's got a lot to her, you know, and I'm, I guess I've been having that expectation um, around men, which doesn't seem all that realistic hearing mm -hmm. you describe how men bond and, you know, they need almost more of a physical connection before they're able to forge a, uh, emotional intimate connection mm -hmm. so i'd like to share something that that i learned today from my therapist and um i was talking to her about it, my present situation and she said "Lori, i'd like for you to start thinking about dating as a fact-finding mission hmm. and what that means is i want you to to Start find just find out a lot about the men who who you are who you are thinking of dating, considering dating, will be dating, 
and make a mental list of, of the facts that you find. And then, of course, compare it to the things that you're looking for. And do not make any emotional connections until you feel that the facts that you found align with what you're looking for. Um, she's also given me the advice that it takes truly a year to go through highs and lows, crisis, death, loss, vacations, etc., before you can truly devote 100% to someone else. And I, and I believe this, you know, she said, you need to go through all four seasons, yeah. you know, right now, because we're, we're quarantined. This is an excellent way to find how people are, are dealing with crisis. Mm -hmm. You know, are they so down in the dumps and doom and gloom and, and we'll never get out of this and I'll never meet anyone and I'll never find another job. And, you know, Donald Downer, we don't want to be with him. <laughs> that's Debbie, that's Debbie, Do Debbie Downer's brother. Um, so, you know, the dating should be a fact-finding mission. Yeah. And I really like, I really like that nugget. And, and, and she's told me that before and, and it, it really hit home for me today that I don't need to make any decisions. You know, I don't need to get married again. I don't need to be in a relationship again. I want to be in a relationship with someone. I want to develop that, but I don't need to. Mm -hmm. And until that is right, I just keep going on my fact-finding mission. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's great advice. Yeah. Thank it you. feels like an adventure. Kind of like a yeah. positive, like, it's a mission, you know? Um, well, and that's probably what we, sh I mean, I, I kind of look at it like that too, but you know, the negative pattern from the past is connecting the dots or the facts. I put facts yeah. quotes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the way I want them, I arrange them the way I want them and end up marrying them and spending 18 years with them. <laughs> well, hopefully you yeah. won't do that again. Yeah. yeah. No, no. <laughs> You've come too far, learned too much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know if something feels wrong, it's wrong. I don't care what it, what it is. It's just mm -hmm. not going to try to make it work. Yep. Absolutely. And that's the way it should be because I truly believe there's someone out there looking for each of us and he's just around the corner. And if it doesn't work out with, with bachelor number one, it wasn't meant to, and bachelor number one is leaving space in your life for the right man to come along. Yeah. Very great words. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So if people wanted to get in touch with you at smartfunnysingle.com, um, how, like, how can they help with you? Can they work with you from anywhere? I, I see you're located in Milwaukee area, but are you, like, can you work with anybody anywhere? I can work with anyone anywhere, as long as they speak English. Um, I, <laughs> I, speak, I speak a couple of languages, but not to the depth that I would like to get into with them. But um, yes, they can uh, go to the smartfunnysingle.com website. And I do relationship coaching. I do dating coaching. I, it, it's a great time to do dating coaching to really get yourself ready to start dating once we're going to be able to be physically close again. Um, 
and I'm also available for matchmaking, but that really is basically in the Milwaukee general area. That's where my contacts are. Can you move to Chicago? <laughs> I, I do. I, I, I do know some guys in Chicago. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Ooh I, I do. Uh, I, I do. I, I do. One day my friends will come. Oh, I have a question for you, Lori. Yes. Yeah. What are your thoughts on uh, women our age with younger men? Oh, good question. I think it's wonderful. Robin and I both have a penchant for a younger man. <laughs> I, I think it's great. Have you, have you, in your experience, in your professional, you know, knowledge and, and life here, have had successful pairings of this sort? Um, um, general, well, generally, my clients want someone who is close to their age. Uh, the reason being is the cultural similarities. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I mean, for me, I really would like to be able to say to someone, you know, one of my favorite songs from the '60s is "Friday on My Mind." If I and if I said that to a 35-year-old, he'd look at me like, you know, what are you talking about? Um, but, but if, if that isn't important to someone and, and you both have chemistry, respect, great communication, intimacy, why not? You know, there shouldn't be any rules there. If you two work, you two work, go for it, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I am. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and or color. <laughs> I had never been aware of before, and that's been delightful. Yeah. Well, then just enjoy it. You oh, know. Yeah. Good. Good. I I think you know whatever makes you happy and, and and makes him happy, then you two should just enjoy. There should not be any rules or factors to stop that. Yes. I mean, I find that that more men want to be with younger women and and women want to be around around men who are close to their age or older i mean i i i'd like to be my age or older only because of of my own worry about my wrinkles you know so if i'm with someone five years older he looks older than i am to begin with so <laughs> I, you know I, I don't feel quite so bad so yeah okay Right. Yeah, that's good. That's great advice. I mean, I, I mean, I think just even if you take age out of it, like, mm -hmm. you know, being with somebody who has that respect, that communication, that integrity, that yeah. fun, the intimacy, like that's, you know, doesn't matter what the age they are. It doesn't. Right. You know, there, there could be very mature 30 year olds and very immature 60 year olds. Right. And I've seen it. Amen. Amen, sister. <laughs> Can I get a hallelujah? <laughs> Yeah, that baggage. I hear the, those wheels are turning. <laughs> right in that bag. I'm running real fast the other way. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Quarantine has been good for me. <laughs> Quarantine been very, very good to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. It's been so wonderful having you on the podcast. It's like, you know, I want to have you back. <laughs> I would love to be. You got, now that we figured out how to see each other. Yeah. 
Yeah, now we know the technology. Exactly. <laughs> we've laughed continuously like this in any of our other episodes. This has been yeah. fantastic. That's great. Thank you. And Thank you. It, it has been a pleasure, an honor, and a downright hoot, Nanny. Well, and, and in addition to all the laughs, just some really good, solid, just advice and insight and just just affirmation, true, about what, what we're going through and, and kind of some strategies and ways to orient ourselves around this dating landscape that we're in. So yeah, yeah. thank you so much. Exactly. Your- thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much, ladies. So if you'd like to get a hold of Lori Mendelson, you can go to her website at smartfunnysingle.com and take advantage of this time while you are quarantined. You may as well get some advice, get some dating coaching, and you're going to be ready to rear and to go once we're out of this uh, this thing we're doing. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> <I was> running. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you ladies. Thank you, Lori. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.